Okay. It's recording. Ah! Oh my God. Here we go. <laughs> I am in charge of YFT. It could be a slam dunk or an absolute disaster. I think it's going to be a no in between. Train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> We're either going to up the recording or like the connection's gonna cut out or we're just gonna talk aimlessly with no plan that's for like 40 minutes (laughs) here's what's really fucked up about the situation right now is wells is in Uh south africa and you and i are here recording the podcast i feel like this should be the opposite like why are we not in south africa right like we're normally the travelers here (laughs) we're the travelers i have not left well i have left the country actually that's a lie but to think that he's all the way over there and we're the ones that go Stop everywhere. Here. And I haven't gone further than Toronto in a year and a half. Yeah, it's really not I, right. Something I think Mexico right is as far as I've gone. Uh-huh. That's not, you know, we got to go further than that, babe. I know. All right. Why of tears? I'm going to try to be professional here. So we, we've we already teased it, but I have the one, the only, the infamous <laughs> Olivia Caridi co-hosting YFT with me today because Wells hey. is off. Flotting around with his fiance in glorious town. I'm just like, okay, Ugh. I guess like Wells, poor Wells. He's he carries the podcast constantly, and I'm always yeah. gone, and he always covers for me. So like, he deserves this. He deserves a week off. He deserves a moment. Is this like maybe his first week off ever of the podcast? Yes. Wow. I know. I don't, I've never really done good. it without him. If we suck, then you're going to lose all of your follower base. Like, they're just going to give up. Damn. We're going to make this really good. So, you know, when I'm gone, he normally has Derek co-host with him. Yes. And all they do is talk about, like, their poop routine. I don't know. I just, like, every time I turn it on, when Derek's on, they're, like, talking about shit. So, I was, like, because I was going to try to finish your sentence, and you were, like, all they talk about, and I was literally going to say pooping and farting. (laughs) And... I was actually right. No, that's what they talk about. So I was like, Olivia and I are just going to talk about like. Pooping and farting. Pooping and farting. Also, like maybe some like really good sex stories or just something equally oh. like off topic. I haven't had sex in since <laughs> 1972, but I will do my best. <laughs> and I believe it or not, I haven't shit my pants in a few years. So things just are looking Just a few, out. huh? <laughs> I could go back. It's been at least four years since I've shit my pants. So it's a pretty good uh, streak. So <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> I'm oh close a few times, but you know. Wow. Oh, wow. We, we don't have to start with pooping and farting, but we can get there. We'll we'll ease in to we'll it. There. You know. We'll get there. Yeah. I guess I should start the show. So when we start the show, we have this little intro. And so I'm going to let you finish it. I'll start it. I say, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with, and then you say. Brandy Cyrus. Olivia and Brandy instead of Wells and Brandy. Okay. I can do that. Okay, ready? We're going to try it. Okay. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with. Olivia and Brandy, AKA Paris and Nicole. We did it. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) I had to like put a little fancy spin on it you know yeah I loved it I loved it speaking of Paris and Nicole Halloween's it's like right around the corner rise on the bed and we 
we constantly every year we have like epic Halloween costumes. We did we did pull off a pretty good Paris and Nicole a couple years ago. I think we did. I think we did. We got we got pretty close. And then was it the same weekend? I absolutely nailed. Oh, nailed. Like I don't know how you continue to outdo yourself every Halloween, but you do. I think I might outdo myself this year. But did I tell you what I'm getting? What I'm bringing with me? on this trip well i i know the costume and i've seen the teases on instagram yes my costume is set but you know really like when i was planning this i was like i'm gonna have a man by the time halloween comes around so like i'll have a i'll have a date everyone i'm megan fox it's no secret anymore and i was like i'm gonna have a machine gun kelly like whatever boyfriend i have at this time i'll just force him to be mgk and then shockingly, shockingly, I don't have a boyfriend still. And wow. so I just bought, I bought a cardboard life-size cutout of no. Machine Gun Kelly for my, my Instagram photo. And then oh I my think God. also to be a true idiot, I'm just going to bring him to the club have and let, like dance, dance on my cardboard Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, we'll what put him think? on the stage and you can just grind on him the whole time. His hysterical just to have me grinding with a cardboard cutout because that's as close to a man as I have so yeah um that's gonna be my my thing I don't know if we're doing two or one costume I'm just doing the one I'm just doing the one this year which you know I love doing a double hitter but so um everybody that's listening to this podcast probably has heard the epic stories of my Halloween house parties and uh, you know, <laughs> Olivia is the queen of causing drama at some of my house parties. Oh, oh, I wouldn't say causing. I would say somehow getting in the middle of the drama. Involving involving myself into. Yes. Inserting myself into Inserting yourself drama. into the drama. So yeah. this will be yeah. the first year. Yeah. I guess with COVID last year, we didn't do it. But this will be the first year besides yeah. that that I haven't done a house party in like five years. I so, know. Well, here's what's crazy was I, I called Bran and I was like, hey, you know blood bash getting ready I'm gonna fly down mm-hmm. and you're like oh we're not doing it this year and I was like I'm sorry what and you were like well we're doing something but not blood bash at my house but either way I was like okay well whatever we're doing like I'm coming because you've made me interested in Halloween like I was never that big of a Halloween oh. person until I met you and then it just became like one of my favorite holidays and one that I really take quite seriously Dude, so, it's just so great uh, because like you get to dress up, which is so fun. And I love Halloween because there's no pressure. Like Christmas, there's so much pressure right. with gifts. And Thanksgiving, there's pressure to be with the family and everyone get along and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Halloween is just fun. And I love it's dressing fun. up. When I was a kid, my mom took Halloween so seriously. I won so many costume classes and stuff at our church because she would like do my makeup all up big. And like I won so many prizes. I, I, I've loved Halloween since I was a child. Yeah, well, it, now you've instilled it upon me. Have you told people what you're being? Haven't told people what I'm being, but oh, I will tell everybody hey. um, what I'm doing. I think I mentioned it before, but so we're going to be in Park City, Utah. I'm playing a show uh, Saturday night before Halloween, so the 30th, at The Cabin. I've played there a few times. Honestly, it's one of my favorite places to play. Everyone comes to party. It's always packed. Park City is a good vibe, <laughs> great people. They dance, they have fun, they drink. Like It's so great. So if you're in the general Utah area, please come out and hang out with us on Halloween weekend. Um, and if you're not, honestly, fly yourself in. It's going to be worth it. Fly yourself in. And yeah, we're, we have a 
crew. It's deep. Lexi's going. Lexi two years ago was a vagina. This year she's she's getting she's steering away from that a little bit, but she's gonna look great. And yeah, it's gonna be a crew of like what, twelve or thirty? I don't even know oh, what. The, the number climbed to twenty recently. So just prepare There's yourself. Twenty? There's twenty of us. <laughs> All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B O L L A N D B R A N C H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. So I was just in San Diego playing at a festival. Oh. And our boy Balake, did the DJ Blake, was also there. He played the same day as me. And he was rolling with a crew from ba- Bachelor in Paradise. Like you would have thought okay, Blake had that, been on Bachelor in Paradise. Was that the video that I saw? It was like Katie <laughs> yeah. and someone dancing on stage. Becca Cochran. Yeah, that was Becca. Yeah, that, that was a deep squad. Tell me, was there any gossip? Like a lot of them I haven't even met yet. Really? You know what? I really didn't talk to to them at all. Like when I showed up, Blake was on stage and everybody was just partying and they had been like out doing the club thing the night before, which, you know, I'm too old yeah. for these days. Like I just, no, I, I opt no out unless yeah. I'm getting paid to the club. It, it was a deep, deep crew. Uh, I, Hannah and Dylan were there. They're the cutest freaking thing I've ever seen. I love Hannah. Are they? Um, okay. they're, yeah. they're just so cute. Uh, Ab, I think uh, I saw, I so I, I laid eyes on Noah and I know that Abigail was there, but I don't think I saw her where I was standing. Okay. Who else was there? Becca and Thomas. Is that his name? Thomas? Thomas. Yeah. Thomas. Yeah. He very, very tall in real life. I mean, I know he's tall. He, t- he talks too. about it a lot. That was yeah, like his edit on VIP was he was like, hey, I'm 6'6". Six, six. I'm 6'6". Six, yeah, six, yeah. Which he probably didn't talk about it that much. And they just like. No, he, he did. Same audio. He, he did. It's like we get oh, that. tall. I feel like I'm missing a few. I mean, there were a bunch of them. So that was hilarious to see that happen in 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 san diego everyone was Real just time. raging balake is like really doing it he's really at dj he is doing it you know what i'm proud of the little guy he really he really knows to. how to work the crowd but I have to, does he still play that one song that we were like he cannot play that anymore i did not hear the frozen <laughs> remix this time thank god oh thank god there was one song on my last podcast we did where we you were like he plays this song and I was like that's not yeah. acceptable he cannot no. do that he was playing the theme song to Frozen in his sets and I was like all right I, you know what play your Blink One Eighty Two play your Smash Mouth whatever that was, it I was draw- Smash Mouth it was Smash Mouth that was <laughs> I draw it. the yeah, line I, dr- I draw the line at the Frozen theme song the the Disney jams have got to go no one wants to club. <laughs> 
most of a Disney song. Oh, but Balake, I'm so proud of him. He really proud has just him. killed it. Yeah, that's wonderful. I can't wait. Oh my god, I'm so excited. It's gonna be a great weekend. Okay, we're 20 minutes in here. Should we actually like do what we are supposed to be doing on the show and like talk yeah. things? Yeah, of course. Fave things. Got Fave it. things. So normally I, I haven't watched anything because that's that's what happens is I'm I'm always like, yeah, uh, I'm busy. I haven't watched anything. And then Wells is like, well, I have no life. So let me just list off everything I've watched. But I actually have watched a couple of things. So oh, I, sure. have you started season three of You? I have. Oh, I have. I'm on episode two or three. I don't want to spoil. You don't? But- I've only seen one episode. Oh, oh, okay. Well, are, do you talk about what happens on shows on the podcast? We can, like, but we just have to like we have to we just have to give a, a heads up, like a disclaimer, like hey, if you don't want to be spoiled, don't want it to be spoiled, like fast forward for forty five seconds or something. Okay, that's what I'll say. There's a new death, and and that's it. And what's his butt is still a psycho, crazy asshole, and so is his wife. So like, which we know, dude. Dare I say that she's crazier than him? She might be crazier than him. He's like a quiet crazy, whereas she's uh-huh. just like inched crazy. But like, I'm I'm feeling it so far. Part of me is like, how long can this keep going? You know, I, know. I don't know if I see longevity with this show, but obviously well, I I Google searched something about it last night and something came up that said there's only one more season and that the fourth season will be the final season. Oh, Okay, so there's one after this. Okay, good to know. Well, I did start it. I did start it. I, I wish I was further along, but I've been watching other things. Did you Did you ever watch One Tree Hill back in the day? No, I didn't. Oh, God, you're missing out. It's like my favorite show from, from like my childhood years or my adolescent years, I guess I, I should will. say. I will. So the girl in you, her name's Natalie. The neighbor, the neighbor, the neighbor, the neighbor was on One Tree Hill. She was Lindsay on One Tree Hill in the last couple of seasons of the show. She was the one that ends up with Lucas and marries Lucas. And I loved her on One Tree Hill. So this is the first thing I think I've seen her in since. She is hot. That girl. Mm-hmm. Hot. hot, super hot. OK, what's Gorge. the other one? I have a, a couple of um, things. 38 in real life. I Googled and she looks good. Ugh. 38. She has the skin of an angel. She has like freckles too, which I think are so cute. Yeah, she's adorable. You know what else I started? Let me guess. Squid Game. No, I'm scared. But you're going to die when I tell you that I just started the show because it's I'm so behind and I'm sure you love it. I just started Succession. I have not watched that. <gasps> you're like the only other person I know that's not seen it. I have not watched Succession. Okay. That's- everywhere what's it about so here's the thing Wells sold it to me as the greatest show that's ever existed better than game of thrones and i was like okay first of all nothing is better than game of thrones so let's just set that aside so i've I've watched three episodes i watched it on the plane definitely not anywhere near as good of game of thrones honestly not even in the same category like game of thrones is like this fantasy like meg like huge budget drama like you can't even compare the two but it's, I like it. I, like, it's fine. Like, I feel like Wells oversold it to me. And so it was a little bit of a disappointment just because of how great he said it was. But also, 
Right. My mom says you have to kind of get like seven or eight episodes in to really like be invested, but it's a good concept. It's it's about like a family business. Like it's about this guy who's okay. a gajillionaire. He came from nothing, built this huge business. And I'm not sure like what company he owns, but like it's all set in New York City, like Wall Street. And this guy's ancient. Okay. And in episode like one, he like something happens to him. Right. And so they're trying to figure out like which one of his kids are going to take over the business. And there's family drama and there's business drama. You, you find out real quick that he like took out a loan t 20 years ago and owes somebody a billion zillion dollars and they're trying to figure that out and it's like it's good it's like there's a lot of humor in it but it's very dry like very subtle humor and it's it's a little bit like Yellowstone where it's like a family business trying to like keep the family business going right. and it's obviously corrupt and they, there's shit going down so I don't know. It's just kind of slow. Like it's not very, there's no action or anything like that. So I'm going to keep with it, but I, I've just heard great things. So. Well, I'll try it after squid game games, a game. I'm not sure. Well, tell me about squid but game. Like how dark is this? It is, it is fucking dark, bro. <laughs> yeah. So obviously like I've heard about it everywhere. And Paige and I were kind of hungover yesterday and she was like, hey, do you want to watch this Squid Game show I was talking about? And I had heard like it was scary, which I'm like, not like a horror or scary thing. And she was like, no, it's more like shoot them up, like action-y kind of thing. So I'm like, okay, I, like, I could do that. It is dark. Is dark. I don't know if you know the premise at all, but... Um, a little bit, it, yeah. It's, it's like a, like, it's like, someone has, like, like a live video game almost. Yeah, it's like these people, there was this guy that was walking, it's Korean, I'm assuming it's mm. somewhere, I think one of my trivia questions, I think it's in South Korea, it's based there, but there's this guy walking around being like, to people that are in debt. And it's like, hey, um, if you play this game, you'll make a bunch of money, here's this card. And all these people get like, put in these creepy vans and put to sleep and then brought into this giant warehouse in the middle of nowhere. And they're like, okay, you if you get through the X amount of games, you'll make like a shit ton of money. But then it's basically the at game one that people are just getting plowed down, murdered if they lose. Like just oh, God. bam. Yeah. It's crazy. Like first game, I think two hundred people were murdered. And yeah, it, it's like it's insane. And the one I'm watching, it's in it's obviously it's in Korean, so you have to do subtitles, but it is like enthralling. It's so messed up, but like I couldn't stop. I would have finished it last night if I wasn't exhausted, but it is good. It is really good. Dang. It kind of reminds me a little like of Black Mirror when I hear people talk about yes. it. Like Black Mirror on steroids. Yeah. It is very Black mirror but just like murdery Black Mirror. Yeah. That's insane. Like kind of even like futuristic, right? Like, right. you know, we, it reminds me of the future. But also a show that is really good, but also fucked, is Made on Netflix. What's that? It's a it's like a show about this woman who is stuck in a um, abusive. Are they married or just dating? I don't actually know if they're married or just dating, but it's it covers like domestic violence and also poverty and like how difficult it is to make ends meet. But then also like how working with the government in terms of like food stamps and stuff like that is like such a pain mm. in the ass and it's like it's really dark but like it was so good it was just like so eye-opening and um I highly highly recommend it I actually tweeted I was like made is the greatest show I've seen in a long time and it got like 
80 retweets. Like, I don't know if it just like got caught up somewhere, but everyone is commenting on this tweet that I did. That's like, Oh my God, like crazy, great show, really hard to watch, like really good. So that's my recommendation. All right. Is there anybody, anybody like known in that, in that one? I don't know. I didn't. Oh, actually I recognized the abusive boyfriend. His name is what is it like Nick Peterson? But I couldn't remember what I remembered him from. Let me Google it. I, I did remember him though. Nick. And then the, the, let me see. Was it like Riverdale or something? But Nick Peterson, Nick Robinson, Nick Robinson. And he was in, oh, he's in Love, Simon. Yes. Oh. That's how I remembered him. Because I watched Love, Simon. Okay, yes, that's where he's from. So there's one Got person it. you might know if you've seen Love, Simon. Um, okay. But it was, it's, it's, it's so freaking good. It's unbelievable. Like, I would, you have to watch it. It's dark. So. It is. What's but with all this I'm dark attracted. TV? I, I don't know, but apparently I'm attracted to it. Whatever it is. I'm like, <laughs> what's, what's the happy stuff? I just want to watch, like, stuff that makes me super depressed and sad and miserable that's I'm literally with you I watch apparently I <laughs> but uh, I still so turn funny. romance novels my romance novels like offset it you know what I mean <laughs> oh yeah we got to talk books at the end of this because I think oh. I, I forgot about what a book nerd you are did you ever get into big sky no is that the thing that follows Grey's Anatomy yes it's on ABC Um, and it's funny because season one, like they, you know, like advertised it with like Ryan Felipe as the star of it. And he dies like a few, like two episodes into season one. Right away. Yeah. He dies right away. And so you're like, okay, well you sold me this show because I thought I was going to get to look at Ryan Felipe the whole time and he gone. Um, but I stuck with it. Gone. I stuck with it. And season two just premiered. And honestly, like, I love I love it. Like, it's an easy watch, right? Like, it's nothing, like, super, like, groundbreaking. But it- it's action-packed. And, like, they brought in a whole bunch of new characters this season. And right. one of them, they brought in a guy who plays, like, an undercover cop. And he's the new love interest of, of Ryan Felipe's wife. Like, now that he's dead, she's, like, moved on to this undercover cop. And you know who it is? It's the brother from the O.C., Remember Ryan's older brother that was always in prison and shit? Yes. He's that guy, and he's hot. He is hot now. I mean, it has been so long since I've even thought about that show. But it yes. Took me, it took me a minute. Like, when I was watching it, I was like, I, this guy looks so familiar to me. I know I know him from somewhere, and I couldn't put my finger on it. And then by the end of the episode, I was like, you know who that is? That is Ryan's brother from the OC. I can't remember his name. I'll have to look it up. Let's see. Oh, that's the Chris Carmack is the guy in Grey's Anatomy. Oh, yeah. He was on the OC. He played Marissa's boyfriend for a while. Oh, my God. Crazy, huh? This is amazing. I'm really just going down memory lane here. uh, Logan Marshall Green is his name. Logan Marshall Green. Let me look him up for some eye candy. Uh Uh-oh. So sorry. Do you remember him? Yes. I would have never been able to place that name. I haven't thought about him in years, but yes. He is well, hot. I never really knew his name. Like the name doesn't ring a bell to me, but I, he was, you know, a big role on the OC. So I, when I saw him, I was like, he yes. kind of looks like Tom Hardy a little bit. Oh, totally. Tom Hardy. Totally. Yeah. They're like twins. I, okay. 
Great. And he always yeah, plays, like, the bad guy, you know, like, the bad boy. And that's yeah. just odd. Right, right. I'm learning. So, yeah. I'm so, if you so slept on Big today. Sky, <laughs> if you slept. Yeah, if you slept on Big Sky, like, I say start season two, because it's kind of, like, a whole new thing. Like, there's still some of the same characters okay. as season one, but, like, you could start season two and and be fine. Well, you know what is absolute trash? Uh, this is an unpopular opinion, I think. Grey's Anatomy. I think it's trash, it's too. Just, it's just done. Like, I've been watching that show, what is this, season, like, 13? I've been watching this show basically my entire life, so I can, I'll too. never stop it. Like, I'll finish it. But at this point, I'm like, Shonda, you just got to end it. Like, I know. What, what are these storylines? There's no point to anything. It's just ridiculous, actually. And I'm so bored every episode. Like, I just can't believe that this has happened. I think this is what happens when you draw a show out too long. Me, I really too. Do. Like, so that's why I'm probably going to get a lot of hate mail, but that's my opinion and I'm sticking to it. I'm with you. you. The the last couple times I've watched, even like the end of last season, I was feeling that way. And then when I watched uh, the premiere this time, I was like, God, this is just painful. It was so boring. The premiere is so boring. And like, what's happening with Joe? Like, what the hell is going on with her? Meredith and the irish guy are all of a sudden like dating but kind of but not really but they didn't really explain that like it, it's just trash literally trash i'm done i actually might not even finish That's how bad it is. So, i'm just thinking of i'm just thinking of becca tilly you know and like how her podcast is around about gray's anatomy and i'm like how can you speak positively about that show anymore i know i know, I know. yeah anyway that's my, not my thoughts on that one not good at all, really. But um, Great British Bake Off just came back. So oh. that's my happy show. <laughs> I've never even heard of, of that. The best show of all time. Great British really? Bake Off. What it, tell me about it. Yes. It's just a bake off on it's television? or cute, It's cute British people baking. And it's like a competition. It starts with 12. It gets down to one. It's like they have bread week, cake week, cookie week. But it's just British people are so funny. It's like cute and like humble and just lovely it's like a good distraction it's so great where do you watch that show so netflix netflix i think it's like season nine just started it's been on for years but it's so cute i love the british people love them we love them big fan (laughs) yeah i think that's about all i've watched in the last hot minute my favorite things ding ding um i'll give you a ding did you watch season two of the morning show I'm starting it now. You're starting it now. I've, I'm not, a few. I'm a not, few episodes in. Not impressed so far. I know that's kind of how I feel. Like I, I love Reese and I love Jennifer Aniston. Like the cast is great, but it's just like it's a little repetitive. Like I just I'm like, feel like it's become it's becoming like so whiny. Like Bradley's just so whiny. I know. And like as a former as a former news anchor, it kind of lost me when like you could never when Bradley just like says she's sick and doesn't show up to work for a month like that would never you couldn't do that and like still have a job like it's just it it's the fact that that was so early on I was like okay this is actually ridiculous and it's just getting so whiny and so like Bradley is so entitled and it's just like I don't know I'm gonna finish it obviously but I'm just not really digging it I'm really gonna piss a lot of people off I think this episode but I know I feel like we're we're being a little critical but honestly like I someone's gotta are. be someone's gotta be someone's I want I want if I'm critical then they'll get better and they'll make better tv that I enjoy watching 
So I'm just going to put my opinions out there and, you know, piss off. Yeah, because they're listening to us for sure. They really are. No, you can tell all the, every executive of every major network listens to this podcast and they will take note. Well, before we, before we put TV to rest. Sorry. Like by the time this podcast comes out, Michelle's season will have premiered. Like it comes like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're this on a Monday. So, like, it's coming on tonight. So, are you, like, are you excited about this season? Have you looked up the cast? Like, are there any favorites? Are there any thoughts on Michelle's uh, season? To be honest, I I really haven't even thought about it. Because I, I feel like I've just kind of checked out of, of Bachelor. Because, I mean, she's so hot. I'm going to watch. Like, I, I have not looked at the cast whatsoever at all. But what I will say is like, I did not love this season of Paradise, but there have been some great couples that I don't think there's ever been a cast on Paradise that's like still so coupled up. Like mm-hmm. this many couples coming from a season before. You know, Chris and Alana, Noah and Abigail, Tom, Miss and Becca, all the engagements. Like there's a lot of couples coming off that show. It's really impressive to me. And they're all really hot and I actually really enjoy them just stalking them from like the side, you know? So So, do you think all those couples are going to like last or are there some that you feel like are probably not going? I see. I could see, like, I could see a lot of them lasting. I really do. Like, I think the only couple that people like might question is Kenny and Mari, just because like he literally had sex with like two people and then got engaged, but they seem like a great couple. I follow them both now. And they are having fun and going to all these sporting events together and they seem like really in sync. So I, I mm-hmm. don't like, I think Noah and Abigail are end game. I think Thomas and uh, Becca are end game. Oh my God. Riley and Marissa. Done. They're my favorite. They're my favorite. Serena and Joe. Love that. Love like, Serena and Joe. See, the one, the, the one a- I'm not so sure about is Noah and Abigail. I'm not so sure about that one. Yeah, well, yeah, they did have that one breakup where he said over and over again, you're not my person. Like, literally said it eight times. I was like, my soul hurts for her. It really does. Like, yeah, my my heart would be just (laughs) deceased if the guy was dating was like, you're not my person. By the way, you're not my person. Did you know? You're not it for me. You're not my person. I I just. Yeah. How do you come back from that? How do you come back from that? We got to ask him. Get him on the podcast. Ask him. I don't have podcasts anymore. And I just like, there's a couple of things that in relationships, like I'm just not sure you come back from. And mm-hmm. that's kind of one of them, you know, like yeah, someone same. being someone like very confidently saying like, you're not it. Like and, you're not it. And I don't want to be with you. Like, I just don't know. Yeah. It's like that cheating. What else? Cheating is hard. Abandonment. Just leaving. Sorry. Don't know if leaving. you can from that one. So like, I, I feel like most people probably know you talk about it a little bit on your socials, but like, in case you guys don't know, like Olivia went back to school and I think it's the fucking coolest thing ever that you did that. <laughs> um, so weird. How, how is that? Like, how is school? How is it going back to school after so much time not in school? So I want to know all the things. Yeah. So Bran, the last test I took was when I was 21. And then I went back to school at 29. 
And like, it was, I didn't even know if I, it was just the pandemic really. I was like, okay, I've always like wanted to change my career, but like no time like the present. And it was so great because, because of the pandemic, a lot of schools were waiving the requirement to take the GRE, which like I could have never taken. I would have failed it. I can't study for shit. Like how would I know how to do that? So I was like, I'm going to take advantage. I always wanted to go to NYU. I was always kind of like New York's always been in my blood. So I applied and I got in to the freaking marketing program here. And I have two semesters left. I like go to class every night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That is insane. Two and a half hours. I have my profs and I have homework and tests. And yeah, I I literally can't believe myself. And I somehow have a 4.0. I don't know how. Did you, do you? feel like it was like riding a bike like do you feel like you just like walked in and picked right back up where you kind of left off as a student when you were younger or was it hard to make the adjustment back I think it was hard because like when I was in journalism like I just was so good at it like humbly I'm saying that I just was really good at it so I didn't I felt like I didn't really need to try whereas with with marketing like I'm it's not like something that I just have in my talent thing like I don't know it's I have to there's a lot of reading, a lot more reading than I ever had as an undergraduate student and less opportunities for grades. Like all the profs are just like, you have one project and the final project and participation and that's it. So it's like, if you bomb something, you're done for like a pressure cooker and like so much more emphasis on participation than my undergrad. So Mm. like, I find myself always feeling like I'm like, I have to talk and something and it's just, it's just hard. But yeah, I mean, my classes are amazing. I've made lots of really cool friends. No one knows who I am, which is awesome. That's incredible. Like, yeah, I'm just like another student hanging out. I mean, honestly, changing your look was genius because like your blonde short hair was so iconic. And obviously, even on the show, you looked so different with the blonde hair and you just you were so much younger. Like, I don't think I would even recognize you if I didn't know you. You know what I mean? Not a not a single professor or student has ever said anything. And actually, like I've had professors be like, "Oh, I love The Bachelor." Like the literally talking to the class. Like they'll use it as an example, and I'm like, no one ever brings it up. The problem is there's not a lot of males in my program, so like, wow, not great for me there. Lots of women, which obviously I mm-hmm. fucking love. It's like, let's go to school. And I'm also not the oldest person in all of my classes, which is great because I was definitely nervous when my first class was everyone's like, I'm, I just graduated from my undergrad. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. Like, oh, no, <laughs> I'm like their mother, but I'm not the oldest person. So it's great. There's people of all age groups from every country. I feel like people from the United States are actually in the minority in my wow. classes, which is awesome. So you're, you're meeting people from all over the world. And I'm just like obsessed. Like, I I don't even want to graduate. I just want to keep going. But I graduate May of 2022. And then I'll finally have time to travel with you. Perfect. Yeah, just give me till then. Give me a year. So so what is like, if there was a dream job for you after this, after you're done with school, like, what would the dream job be? I'm on the digital marketing track. But I kind of like brand management, too, because that's kind of what I'm doing in my internship. But like, I'd love to work, I think, either in the beauty space or like the alcohol space. Oh, so, yeah, like, that'd be or cool. just drinks and be- beverage in general. But I love like beauty is really fun doing um, search marketing or like social media for a brand. I don't know. Like, I mean, New York, there's so many, there's so many different brands here. So I don't even know 
if it's like makeup or if it's skincare, like right now I'm working in, in like the body care, skincare. And I really like that. But I would also kill to work for Topo Chico. I talk about it all mm. the time, but I love Topo Chico more than anything on this earth or like Tito's or something. I'd be really fun to work for Tito's. Like, so yeah, I don't know. Like, we'll see what happens, whatever I can get my hands on. Let's hope I can get, get a job after this. Like, that's the goal. Oh, you won't <laughs> have low. any problems. I could barely get an internship. That took me, I cannot tell you how many rejections I got just trying to be an intern. But I got one and actually I got it because my boss is a fan of the show and there you followed go. me and was like, and she was like, I feel like you would actually be freaking stellar in this role so like i'm gonna send it to you and she like saved my damn life and amazing so, yeah social media y'all you can't get a job tweet about it someone seriously will find you. Be great it's yeah, so true yeah, that's literally how it happened but yeah i'm like uh, i'm like what am i doing now with my life i'm a freaking student intern it's great all right well before we wrap up i do want to hear your book recommendations because we do talk books on yft but it's very far and few between and I yeah. feel like the I feel like our listeners really love book recommendations. Like the YFTers are readers. So, guys, well, Olivia, how many books do you read in a year? You're like doing something where you read like a zillion books a year. What's so the deal? Right now, I am 32 of 40. I dropped my goal for school because I was like I have to read so much for school. So I'm actually one book ahead of schedule, 80 percent wow. of my goal. And let me think of, let me go through my list here of all the books I've read and I will, oh, okay. Ready guys? Really powerful book, Razor Blade Tears. Extremely powerful. Homegoing. Let me see what else I really loved. Um, so many. God, that's really hard. What Comes After? Such a Fun Age. Oh, The Last Mrs. Parrish was really good. Yeah, it's just a lot. If you ever need a book recommendation, you can follow me on Goodreads. That's like basically the only place I want anyone to follow me is freaking What Goodreads. is that? It's just like an, it's like a, you can look at reviews, like people write reviews of books. You can keep track of the books that you're reading. It's just like a, a good way. It's like remember, Yeah, it's an app. And I love it. It's like, I, it's the social media that I spend the most time on. And I try to review all the books that I read. I just read American Dirt, which I thought was really good. Um, but apparently, like, I posted about it and I hadn't realized that it's kind of a problematic book. Like, I guess the author is like kind of problematic. So like, I'll, I don't know if I should recommend that one. But um, I, it was, it's about a, a mother and son who are immigrating from where it was Acapulco to the U.S. and it's all about their journey and like the trains oh. and, and how and it, it was really eye-opening for someone who's like extremely privileged obviously but then I then I was like oh maybe I shouldn't because the um there was like some problems with like the author and stuff so interesting maybe maybe don't read that one <laughs> I don't know. so I feel I like, like are you I feel like you're a big like nonfiction gal yeah, I'm a big nonfiction gal. And I, my, well, actually, my favorite genre, I haven't read any of it because I read them all years ago, but um, I love World War II novels. Um, I wish, how can I, best books of 2020? Let me see if I can go back and read off. There's a couple books from, from like years ago that I read that are just like freaking stellar. Um, and they're all World War II books. So let me go on my list here. Uh, all the Light We Cannot See. 
incredible book. Actually, oh, yeah. who's, who's the author of that one? I've seen that one. Um, that one is Anthony Doerr or D-O-E-R-R is his name. And that's, that's just right. one of my favorite books that's ever existed on this planet. Um, and then let me see. Da-da-da-da-da. What's what's it called? It's a, it was adapted into a um, movie. Oh, um, Bad Blood was a really good book about. Um, and the reason I say that is because we're it's trending right now. It's the Elizabeth Holmes Theranos. Uh, it's a look at this whole Theranos thing, which is fascinating. Okay. Um, and she's currently on trial right now, so that's Ooh. kind of like a Bad Blood is what it's called. Um, oh God, there's just so many. There really is. Just follow me on Goodreads. You'll see it all. You'll see it all there. Um, Goodreads. All right, I think I need to get that. I, and Wells needs to get that too. The problem is Wells listens to books. Like he does the audiobook thing. Yes. But like, I, I guess we'll I count never that. never do that. But I guess we'll count that as reading. I respect it. Hey, yeah, you're reading. You're listening to it. Um, so yeah, do get Goodreads follow me see what I read or just do audiobooks whatever works for you but just books are so great I just love them so much they keep do me you, so entertained do really you do. buy do you purchase physical books or do you do the kindle thing or something yeah. like that? so I am um I'm a member or a subscriber to something called book of the month mm-hmm. which is great there's a link in my bio on instagram to book of the month so you can see what it looks like but it's not Essentially every month I get an email from them and they pick five or six book options that from, from the, some hadn't even come out yet. Some are, you know, whatever they pick really cool authors and highlight really cool authors and you get to choose one. Um, you just pay a fee up front and then the books are free every month. Um, and the books technically speaking are only like $12, which is so much more inexpensive than a book from like Barnes and Noble. Sometimes you're paying like 20 bucks for a book from Barnes and Noble. Totally. Um, But I love it. And like, these are books I would never even know about and they highlight such cool authors. So highly recommend if you wanted, it's like a cute little community too. If I have friends in the city who are also book of the month members and I'll message them and be like, Hey, you pick this one and I'll pick this one. And then we can trade. So get, get involved in that book trading life. And uh, then you are saving even more money, which is great because, you know, I'm poor. So you're just a poor student these days. Now I'm just a poor, broke graduate student. I love that for you. That's me. (laughs) Hot as hell, though. Never looked better. I mean, I think I look pretty good. I do, too. The dark hair took me a minute to get used to, but now I love it. I don't think I could ever go back. Like, yeah, I really don't. I, I know. I'm kind of addicted to it. And like the yeah. hair, I'm just going to keep growing it. Like, who knows? I might have, you know, down to my bum. I never, I, you don't know. Oh my God. That would I'm be crazy. I'll be jealous. Well, no, I could never do that. I would get too sweaty all the time. No, we're, we're, it would, too much work it would require. So yeah, that's true. Do that. That's true. But I feel all like right, we actually well, did a lot. We did okay, I think. Oh. Yeah. Did really well. I think people learned a lot, actually. There you go. I hope so. I hope Wells I hope is proud so. of me for making it through a whole episode it's, without him. And it is it is still recording, so. Oh, thank God, because that was my biggest concern. I <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole thing, and I was like, oh, no, God. still recording, so it is fine. That would go. happen to me. That would happen to me. It um, all right, well, 
semester. YFTers, I love ya. Thanks for hanging out with just little old me uh, and Olivia. And um, be on the lookout for some epic diamond status content Halloween weekend from Park City. It's going to be so good. (laughs) I can already already see it now. My first (laughs) I can't wait. It's going to be great. I can't wait for the stories after. Oh, God. Okay. Maybe I need to come back on the week after, too. We'll see if I'm invited. What drama I get involved in this time. (laughs) Peace and love. Okay, love you. All right. Well, love you guys. Love you, Liv. I'll see you in a couple weeks. Love you. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.